Shut up, I love it. Today on Sandwiches of History, we're going to be making a podcast sandwich that's two slices of great hosts, a nice hunk of awesome guests, and a big heap of shut up, I love it. I am the world's ultimate warrior, Joe Cabello. I am Sasha Filer. I don't have an amazing intro like you do. You've been fucking (laughs) killing it with your intros. I am very impressed. This, y'all, is a Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special, maybe returning guest. Special, so special. To talk about something they love, the rest of the world may love, may hate, may not understand, may not care about. This is the place for them to express love. And you know what? I never scrutinized this topic, and we'll find out why. But now as you say the intro and what the premise of the show is i'm like wait is this but is this fit but Uh, you know that's fun we'll we'll get wow joining us today he is host co-host of a famous number one ween podcast in the universe in the universe that's Ween the band, for those of you who don't know. What Ween is, does. yeah. He do, not Ween is in like penis, like a, a nickname for penis. That's right. It's not a podcast about penis, is what I'm trying Sometimes to say. Sometimes it, it gets penisy, which, anyway, go check out Podween Satan. Welcome, Jay Hunter. I love it. Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome. Glad to be back. <laughs> Glad to be asked back for the twentieth time. Uh, it's been a while. Champion though. here. It's been it, a it has. It, it's been a little while. It's been a little while. I've been gathering topics to, you know, to, to put forth to you. This was we're this topic at, was chosen. Yeah, now where we are, look where we've gone to. <laughs> exactly. So, but but like, but this this topic was chosen by Sasha. I think because of my of my just kind of unusual passion for it. Now, now, as you were saying the intro to the show, Sasha, you, you said, you know, this is a show about things that aren't liked by most or misunderstood. And, 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 and I would say it's this, this topic fits into a weird niche in the show, like a sub niche, I, I would say, because sandwiches are liked almost universally. Like everybody loves sandwiches, but I think no one understands what good sandwiches are or very few people understand what a good sandwich is, or have a passion for sandwiches quite like I have. Um, Can you know, I it say sounds like the most. It, it's not so much a topic that someone loves and the world has some issue with. It's that you love it so much to such a high degree that even the, the floor of the public's love for it yeah. feels pathetic and weak. Yeah, yeah, and I'm often ridiculed for my love of sandwiches, so I feel like I'm 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 kind of an outlier of sorts. Like 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 people people kind of think like oh sandwich yeah sure whatever that's that's just like something I shove in my fat mouth to 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 get along with my day. But no, it's actually um, you know a, a, a you know a, a transcendent experience. It, it can be at least and and, and there's a whole art to it that I think is misunderstood and and pretty much ignored and ridiculed and uh, you know as far as the masses go. So this topic of sandwich to, to me to my own heart is not unlike you know any of your other uh, episodes where they're about like some terrible rom com from the '80s that everyone hates and sucks, <laughs> but some weirdo likes. You know, like the, the, this this is the sort of you know this is my version of that. So so. It's 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 you know it's a deep cut. I mean, this is the twentieth time I've been it's on a the cold show, cut. so like we're it's a cold cut. Zing. <laughs> no, I mean I think that's a fair defense of the topic, and I want there's so many questions to dig into your taste of sandwiches. But the one uh, thing yeah, that didn't yeah. happen is that we didn't have time to get a sandwich for this episode. That's yeah. sad. You would kind of want to be in a sandwich mood, right? I was thinking about that earlier, actually, that because my plan when I heard we were going to do sandwiches on Shut Up, I Love It, I thought like, well, we Sasha and I happen to be in Colorado. The capital uh, of sandwiches? No, not necessarily. In fact, there's there aren't very many good sandwiches here, but there are a couple of the very best of all time. 
um, ironically. Um, and so I wanted to get one of those sandwiches, but we've just had too much, uh, uh, you know, Social on our life. plate. You know, <laughs> not, not literally, figuratively on our plate. Too much on our plate, and, and we've had a lot of a lot of uh, you know our our itinerary is quite thick. So I wasn't able to get one of the the crowning achievements in sandwich history, uh, even though it's it's what within it? reach here in Colorado. Well, all, well, you I mean, should we just get into it then? I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it's time. The, the, there's the, there are two sandwiches that are of particular note in Colorado. Um, in Boulder, Colorado, in the Denver area in particular. And the the, the first one, I, I believe, still exists. Now, we're talking about sandwich knowledge from, geez, 23 years ago, <laughs> upwards of 25 years ago. So so who knows so if these, these sandwiches still exist? have closed. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think this one. So the number one sandwich, number one Italian hero grinder type uh, sandwich of all time is at a, a deli called... Uh, Salvaggio's and um, I first encountered this because th- th- there was a Salvaggio's deli in Boulder, Colorado across the street from the university um, w- th- th- that I went to and uh, for undergrad and uh, it-, it was just like I didn't know much I knew I loved sandwiches but I didn't know much about like the world of sandwiches at that point but I <laughs> but, 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 but I really like I stumbled upon one of the greats I, I thought I got spoiled I thought oh well th- every city has to have sandwiches that, that, are, that are quite this good or, or at least equally as good as this and then you know like this has been part of my quest and my frustration for life is that i haven't been able to find you know a, a, an italian grinder that rivals salvaggio's but breaks uh, it, it, before but that hit the brakes yes hit the brakes before that like what was your relationship with sandwiches as a kid because it wasn't salvaggio's when you had a brown paper bag lunch with a white bread, mayonnaise, and bologna sandwich, if you ever had that, it's well, great. Well, it rivals let, let, let's, I think. Let, 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 let's go way back, Joe, since like... You, you, Inception. If, 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 if this is where you want to go, let's when go, you let's were go a straight sperm, to the source. What sandwich yeah. were yes. you eating? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, my, 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 my obsession with sandwiches really starts with some of the worst sandwiches of all time, which, which my, you know, my, 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 I hate to say it because I love my mother, but she, she made. she's probably listening. Hi. We're she's probably there. listening. <laughs> well, she would occasionally make some of the worst sandwiches uh, of all time with, you know, like I, the, the, <laughs> so, so some of the attributes of like a bad sandwich or actually some of the attributes of a good sandwich are seen in diametric opposition to the sandwich. Sandwiches I ate when I was when I was but a child, but I had no idea. I didn't like know. breaking I all is... the rules. <laughs> These sandwiches yeah, I, I, are purposefully breaking them. What well, are those you know, my, well, well, uh, one, well, I mean, one rule about sandwiches is, is, is that a good sandwich is that it has to be the the ingredients have to be sliced thin. Um, like like very rarely does a thick thickly sliced ingredient make it into a, into a, a worthy sandwich. And my mom, God bless her, would would cut cheese from a cheddar cheese block in kind of various thicknesses. So they're like these little <laughs> tiny like I know half inch exactly. by two inch <laughs> thick thick like mild cheddar cheese Colby cheese chunks of it wasn't it wasn't one slice one clean plane. It was like it was like you know six <laughs> like thick chunks I've done on that. a piece of bread. I've had to I've do done that, that too. before for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not great. I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. So, like, so, so a good sandwich will, will have thinly sliced ingredients, and and the, the the key is how they're layered. That they're layered um, evenly and and uh, sometimes symmetrically, sometimes asymmetrically. But 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 there's a there's a lot of thought that goes into the layering of each ingredient in a sandwich, so that each bite of the sandwich gives you like a a, a unique experience. It, oftentimes, you're looking for all of the flavors of the sandwich in one bite, and a poor sandwich will have ingredients scattered there'll be nothing in the corner there'll be a whole lot in the middle but you know so so uh, again mama hunter god bless her she's a wonderful mother she she her strength is not in her sandwiches so i grew up eating what i thought were like normal sandwiches when in fact they were horrendous and then you know eventually i i mean i was fine i i I, you know was very healthy so i survived the the sandwich apocalypse but uh, but so you know as i emerged from my from from my homeland where i where i grew up my formative years i started to discover you know sandwiches that were out there and and um, and, and this is kind of like i say it's, it's like the inception moment it's like when like I, I was i was almost like traumatized by by this like you know 
this like terrible sandwich, like tradition of terrible mm-hmm. sandwiches. And so then like my core quest wound. to find the perfect yeah, yeah. sandwich. This is my core wound. Exactly. Exactly. I, if, I, I, if I was a protagonist in a Pixar film. I can understand that though. Cause I don't think it was as traumatic, but I do remember for a lot of uh, youth feeling like sandwiches aren't very exciting. I would avoid a sandwich, but then you like have one experience with like a high end restaurant or deli that like makes you realize, Oh, I'm, craving sandwiches now it's not just like a punishment meal because it kind of felt like a punishment meal you know when it's in a hot brown bag Mm. baked in the sun and you're like okay great i have to just eat this because yeah and and oftentimes the heel of the bread is used like one normal slice of bread and then Mm. the heel of the bread is used and this is back in the i'm talking like late i'm talking 80s and early 90s when when the grocery stores had, had didn't have a wide variety of breads i mean you had two or three kinds of breads they were all kind of bad um bimbo that you're like what the (laughs) fuck is bimbo well well, i mean i will i I will i hand it to my mom is that she refused to ever buy white bread like because she said it was unhealthy and it had zero nutritional value even though i enjoy white bread i actually find it rather delicious as like a as like a like a like a neutral uh, uh, vessel for for the sandwich ingredients. Sometimes a white bread with like no flavor, and it's just it's just a, a textural pocket for the ingredients to sit in. Sometimes that's that's desired, but like a BLT. She would never. Yeah, exactly. So, so, something where you don't you don't want to taste the bread. You want to taste, you know, like the the rich. A BLT is a perfect example. If if you do, you know, pet, pepperidge pepperidge farm uh, toasted white bread, that little weird pepperidge farm loaf that's kind of extra small, but it has like a sort of like um, there, there's like an artisan quality to it. Anyway, like not that, a bimbo. That's a great one that's for a BLT. For sure. not, not not a bimbo. So I didn't grow up eating eating those. I grew up eating the kind of like like tasteless, terrible whole wheat version. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're talking bad bread. We're talking bad ingredients. We're talking bad layering. We're talking like chunks of Turkey that were really thick. And then, then like nothing over under the, you know, like the Turkey only occupies the center of the bread. I I mean, just like horrendous stuff. And, and, you know, like, like just not, not good, (laughs) not good quality, tasty ingredients. And, and, but what I would argue is that maybe the ingredients were fine, but, but, but the assembly of the sandwich is what Mm -hmm. is key to a sandwich. Cause you could just take all those ingredients of any sandwich, put it into a bowl and call it a salad and just eat it. And it would ostensibly taste the same, um, you, you know, like you know, across the board, no matter what kitchen it's being made out of, what chef has got their hands on it. But it, when you assemble it into a sandwich and, and, and kind of, you know, tuck it into two slices of bread or, or, or into the valley of a, of a hoagie uh, uh, roll, you know, then it becomes something else. So, so, so in my youth, I, I was traumatized by these awful sandwiches and, um, and, you know, woe is me. And, but there was one sandwich in the area I grew up in, in the suburbs of Chicago that was pervasive everywhere. It's called the Italian beef sandwich. And oh, it's something okay. that, that really only, only exists in Chicago. It's very strange. I grew up with it and it, there's an Italian beef like shack or like place that sells Italian beefs on every corner, everywhere you go. Very it's like, famous it's just, type of sandwich that I've heard of for it, sure. It, it's everywhere. And I, I just assumed, Oh, it's like that every all over the world. Like, why wouldn't it be? It's, it's, it's literally on every block in, in the Chicagoland area, you know, like it, it's just synonymous with living is like, yes, there's Italian beefs surrounding me. So, so, so the, the, the sandwich is a very simple sandwich. It's a very distinct type of roll. I don't know what you'd exactly call it, but it's a kind of a, a it's, it's it's not a hoagie roll. It's it's more of a almost like a like an I don't know, maybe an Italian loaf or something. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a uh, you know a roll with thin, thin yeah thinly. Well, it's not sub style. It's 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 very strange. It's it's sliced down the middle, um, kind of sub style, but it doesn't have the kind of rounded edges on the on the edge of the bread. Oh, yeah, it's, just, it's just kind edges, of lopped right? off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no, there's no rounded, there's no heel to, to, to the, uh, to the, to the cut, and um, very thinly sliced roast beef. Uh, I don't, I don't know the part of the cow that it's cut from. I, like I want to say it's a, a shitty cut of beef, right? Um, and and it's marinated in this juice and spices and sauce, and it's a very simple sandwich. It's just that that beef and the juice. In the bread, the bread is sometimes soaked in the juice that the beef is cooking in, and then you know, if depending on your taste buds, you'll add a, 
uh, Jardinier, hot pepper uh, medley, or oh, yeah. a sweet pepper. That's the best. Uh, and, and and you know, and some people in Chicago will make it a combo, and they'll put a, a Polish sausage in the middle of it. That's called the combo beef sausage. Yeah, and, and of course, people know about this now because of that TV show, The Bear. Oh, that's which is right. Essentially, yeah, yeah, w- which is which song. is hilarious because I've been singing the praises of Italian beefs for like ever since I left the Chicagoland area when I was 18 years old, I've been, cause people don't know about it. And, and I'll say, Oh my God, you don't know about this sandwich is so critical. It's the most delicious sandwich ever. And it's, it's, it's just integral to my, to my, my upbringing. And so I've been, I've been proselytizing about this, this Italian beef sandwich for so many years. Now, now there's a television show about a guy who makes Italian beefs at a restaurant, which is kind of funny, like a, like a, you know, an, an intense drama about yeah. a Chicago Italian beef shack. Well, you're um, no uh, Jeremy Allen. Or whatever is exactly. I, I don't have those 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 sexy eyes. Quick butt in too, because you were talking about some of your sandwich uh, rules and like uh, proportions of ingredients and yes. things. Mm-hmm. Are you that passionate about burritos? Because I find myself a little passionate in the same way about burritos in in at least I, that I, regard. Breakfast. Burritos. I do. Re- I I do respect. I'm, I'm a particular fan of breakfast burritos uh, or connoisseur, I would say. But yeah, I love a good burrito as much as I love a good sandwich, and I think I think a lot of that is. A lot of the layering, the placement of the ingredient, like I think in a burrito, the, the the preparation and the cooking is a little more integral than than your average sandwich because sure. a sandwich is is you know aside from the bread, which the bread is like ninety percent of the experience, you know the ingredients, you know there's there's like Boar's Head cold cuts, there's different companies that make cold cuts, but you're you're essentially getting a you know a cold cut and then you're getting cheese and then you're getting vegetables, so so you're not really cooking anything necessarily. Now well, Italian beef sandwiches. You got other ones, Philly cheese, meatball. Yeah. Right, right, right. But 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 I, I I guess what I'm saying is is that your your typical your traditional sandwich doesn't have as much cooking involved as a burrito does. So I feel like a burrito there's like even more of a uh, there's like a more more um, uh, expanded dynamic with with burritos. But I, I I'm 100 percent with you. I could get this passionate about burritos. Maybe you should do an episode about burritos. <laughs> is what I'm thinking. Uh, we'll, we'll just keep recording after we're done with the sandwich. <laughs> we'll do a two-parter. It'll be sandwiches <laughs> slash burritos. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so you know the the um, sandwiches. What else can I say, guys? Well, uh, let's get a, a gauge here um, of Sasha. Your relationship with sandwiches. If I were never to have a sandwich again in my life, <sighs> I'd be fine. I would barely notice. I get that I, feeling from you. I would barely notice. I would not be upset about it, but I'd be like, good, less bread, like whatever. There's other things to eat. There's so many good things to eat. I am fine with eating just little ingredients inside a bowl and with like a piece of bread on the side and be like, this is as good because I can take those little things instead of biting into the sandwich. But I understand the desire to be like, oh, I want to bite into something that's craftily going to, like my teeth are going to go through these layers in a particular order. And the juices are going to hit me in a certain way. I get that. I just don't seek it at all. I, I just don't have that relationship with a sandwich. Like, like, don't care. Sounds like you do, Joe. <laughs> uh, I dig a sandwich to the point where I don't really like ordering them. And uh, it's similar to me to hamburgers, which you could call a sandwich. Some might dare to do that? that that's a that's controversial um i would say because ha- they used to call it a hamburger sandwich i'm going to say it is one the the bigger controversy is is, is a hot dog a sandwich right and and, no. and and i and i would say i would say ooh, it's controversial i don't know where i stand I, I my instinct is to say no but i've heard people argue hot dogs are sandwiches which if you if you break it down an Italian beef or a Polish sausage on a you know hard roll is, is a sandwich. It, you know, like what it's it, it's it's in the it's in the community. Yeah, you know, it's it's like it's meat and ingredients in a bread casing. That sounds like a sandwich to me. Yeah, I used to have a fun party game, a sandwich or salad, and you would bring up a food and ask if it's a more a sandwich or salad. So you could say chicken wings, and people would argue if they think it's more sandwich or more salad. That's funny. It's a fun one. Wait, wait, wait. How does that work? If you say chicken wings and I say salad, how am I arguing that chicken wings are, are a salad or a sandwich? That's what do you mean? You. Like that's up to you to argue it. Like what? Which one do you think it is? Well, it's it's neither. 
No, no, but you, that's the game. Is that the game says you have to choose one? Chicken wings. Oh, is you have to choose salad. One. Salad. <laughs> yeah, Why? chicken wings is definitely. I mean, I think a lot. I think most things would be considered salad, and because they're not sandwiches, like most things are not sandwiches, so they would have to go into the salad category because they're just not this very specific thing, which is a sandwich. Like, like if you're gonna tell me like a watermelon, I'm gonna say that's a salad. Like if you're gonna tell me. Uh, a, a lot a, of people a, a would flank steak. Potentially say disagree. It's a salad. They'd say, "Hey, a slice of watermelon. You hold with your two hands and you take bites into it while it okay. stays the, intact. The, that these, is the these game. These people are insane. No, that no, no, is no, no, the no. game. There, I don't there's think no you understand here. the game. <laughs> there's no game here. You're talking about about people. Who, Neither who are, is who a literal sandwich. Insane, so the game is insane. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, now, guy. I mean, my my passion for sandwiches goes so far. I mean, I mean, I like. I remember, like, first of all, every time I go to a city, if I travel for work, Ugh. I literally, for, I literally research. I research like for the, the top, the the top ten sandwich places in, in whatever city I'm in, and I seek it out every day. I try to try a new one because I'm always trying to find like sandwiches hide in the, in in the in the you know, uh, sketchiest of places. Like, like sometimes mm-hmm. a great sandwich is in a convenience store or something. I mean, yeah, it, it's really weird. Sometimes... Never, never figure or like dirty looking buildings. Yeah. The greatest yeah. ones. I, I'm not going to seek out food that's in sketchy places usually, but like if I hear word on Reddit that, that, that this is the best sandwich in, you know, in, 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 Omaha, Nebraska. De- in Des Moines, Iowa or whatever, oh, yeah. I'll go check that it one. out. Cause we've been to both recently. <laughs> We've been all over this this great Midwest of ours, but um, but yeah. So like like I, I just want to go back before before I forget is to talk about Salvaggio's sandwich in Boulder, Colorado. So the reason that this sandwich is so good, they use Boar's Head cold cuts, which are like the the highest quality cold cuts that I know of. They, they use you know Boar's Head cheeses and, and they use you know high quality vegetables. Um, but that's normal. That's you see that in a thousand different places now. The only the only unique thing that they would do is they use like a certain kind of mayo that I think is is you know you see it sometimes on the East Coast it's like it's like a more rich mayo mm. um, it's it's like Secret. they maybe call it like de- they might call it like deli mayo or something it I know it tastes that one. much more it tastes much more rich and it's like more whipped and kind of glossy looking but um, but but anyway um, aside from that what really makes them unique and what makes it the best sandwich in the world at least as of 25 years ago was the bread the bread had this sort of um, not not crispy on the outside but 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 kind of firm on the outside very gooey on the inside and almost I, I, it's very hard to describe like the bread has so much flavor I don't know if they put eggs in it or or, or what they're doing it doesn't feel like an eggy bread but it's just this like like the the whole experience is the bread. I mean, I mean, it's really like you're you're going there for the bread, and you're having the rest of the ingredients as like a you know as just like a little bonus. So 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 I will say that the bread, like a love of sandwiches, is really at its core a love of bread. Um, if if we're gonna be honest with ourselves, you know, you can love the fillings as much as you want, but if you to truly be a, a sandwich fanatic, you need to be a bread <coughs> fanatic as well. So a wrap that sounds right. Is not a sandwich. I would say a wrap is a sandwich, but it's it's kind of like why I, I very rarely have I encountered a wrap that is that is better than mm-hmm. a sandwich. I will I will say I'm a fan of lavash bread. I'm, I'm going to say like you know kind of thin. It's thinner than pita bread. Pita bread's good as well, but like like a lavash wrap is sometimes quite good. Like the the, the you know the the thin texture of the uh, of, of that of that sort of Middle Eastern you know like uh, unleavened bread. There's something about that that complements you know certain sandwiches quite well. Be- better than normal bread would do. Like in, in fact, there is no perfect bread. I mean, sometimes you want a sliced bread. Sometimes you want Sometimes you want like a white, boring wonder bread, or or what was that called? Bimbo. Bobby bread, bimbo bread. You might want a bimbo bread. You might want sometimes it you know, works. Like, like like you might want a like a you know a, a rolled oat bread. You might you might want a dark rye. You might want a marble rye. Like you know, there's there's so many different breads for different occasions, and you know, and and, and what while, while I'm talking about rye bread, I we got to talk about probably the best sandwich in the world in terms of uh, Jewish delis. And that's going to be Langer's, the number 19 at Langer's in, in sunny Los Angeles off Alvarado. Alvarado and 7th Avenue, I believe, or 7th Street. 
uh, right by MacArthur Park is um, is is that's just not that's Salvaggio's is a deep cut. That's like a personal fave mm-hmm. of mine. You know, you're not going to hear that in from everybody, but you, Airfront. Yeah, if you Google, you know the 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 Langer's number nineteen, you'll come. There'll be a New Yorker uh, piece written by Nora Ephron about how that's wow. the best sandwich in the world. I mean, it, it's it, it's it's definitely uh, a shared opinion. And I'd say the number you gotta go, you gotta get get it fresh from from Langer's. Um, it'll blow your socks off. I mean, it, it never gets bad. And and part of the reason why, um, you know, the, the, the their pastrami. Oh, that sounds it's very good. unique. It, yeah, pastrami it, it's, coleslaw. It's, okay. Yeah, it, it's like a brisket. They cut it really thick, and I, I usually don't like pastrami because it's kind of chewy and stringy. But the way they do it, it, it's like it's just like brisket in terms of like the the way that it kind of falls apart as you chew it and the the texture. Incredible pastrami. Like I've never had anything quite like it. But that but really, what's key is this rye bread that they have. It's like gooey on the inside and nice a thin layer of crackly crust on the outside. I mean, rye bread can usually be very, um, very dry and kind of, you know, it kind of falls apart, you know. But this rye bread has pliability, like it, it holds the sandwich together. Like you, a lot of times you grab a piece of a sandwich made with rye bread and it'll just kind of crumble in your hands. Like it'll just fall to pieces. But th- this rye bread just, it, it, it creates like a, like a membrane around the sandwich. You get fingerprints and then it's got this, in that bread. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, fingerprints galore, Joe. Fingerprints. You galore. You're holding a bowl because it's 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 so much fucking pastrami. It's, it's insane amount. It's, it's an absurd amount of food. It's really you want to get one sandwich and maybe eat half of it and then eat the the other half like later in the day. Which is great it's, about it's a lot sandwiches. Of food. Exactly, they have replay value. Um, but you know, like, so, so anyway, so I just, you know, like at, in, in my sandwich rantings, I got to throw down, you know, like let, let, let it be known. What are, what are some of the best ones out there? Um, but, but you know, I love sandwiches so much guys that I, and Sasha can attest to this. I love sa- sandwich humor. Like I love jokes about sandwiches and, and, wow. and, and I, and, 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 and I, good. and he knows that are not good. I, I seek them out. Like whenever there's a sandwich joke or, or someone makes reference to it, I smile a mighty smile. And and I, this is this this love. Okay, here's another here's another sandwich guy. Here's a guy that's like operating at the same level as I am. Oh, here he goes. His, his name's John Glazer, right? He, he comedian, writer, uh, actor John Glazer. If you've seen the the show Delocated, which I think we're gonna have to do it. Yeah, I think I think I I think we need to do an episode on Delocated now that I'm saying it out loud. But um, uh, Delocated deserves a shut up. I love it for sure. But um, but John Glazer, he's he's like me. He just talks about sandwiches all the time. If you if you see if you listen to podcasts or interviews that he's in, inevitably he's talking about sandwiches at one point or another. Wow. or, or, Or like he loves gear. He loves yeah. He loves socks. He loves sandwiches. He has certain obsessions. Um, but, but I, I, I love the guy. I mean, I, like, I want to give him a big hug if I ever meet him because, because we're just like, I don't know, like he, he makes, he does sandwich humor and, and it like, it, it's, it's like, it's tailor made for me. If you watch the show Delocated, um, th- th- there's a, a fictional, uh, a sandwich shop in the Delocated world called Nikki's Grinders. And, uh, and, and, you know, there's a scene where his character, John from Delocated goes into Nikki's Grinders and, 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 and you know, he, he he takes a bite of the sandwich. And he goes, "Ooh, the crack of the crust, right?" Like like, and and the the crack of the crust becomes his <laughs> his like go to phrase when he's talking about sandwiches or he's talking about he's like dreaming about Nikki's grinders throughout the series. Like, "Ooh, the crack of the crust," and that's what I think about when I'm eating like a Langer's number nineteen. I'm thinking, "Oh, the crack of the crust," even though it's just a little tiny like mm. thin crust like he's talking more about like 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 a crusty grinder uh hoagie uh, roll which is it's fun as well i i do enjoy that when that's when it's done well but but like i mean the guy he 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 finds it funny and so do i but it's because we both have this like strange love and obsession over sandwiches um so you know i i i you know Does I, any I love john glazer for so many reasons but but that that, that that that's the thing that like like I'll always love John Glazer because he loves sandwiches as much as even I if he got canceled. 
<laughs> Even if he got canceled for saying the worst things ever. No, um, no, I, I'm sure there's a limit, but you know what? I, it would be like a, it would be like a Roman Polanski thing where it's like, ah, bad guy, but Rosemary's Baby, that's a great movie. Like, uh, you know, it, it, it would be that Fair type enough. of thing. We, we'd have to separate the, we have to separate the art from the artist. Yeah, you know, I, John Glazer, <laughs> John Glazer would have come out as like a Holocaust denier or some kind of horrible, awful thing. I would say, John Glazer, I denounce you. You're terrible. But I fucking love your sandwich humor, like like uh, like your the, the stuff you did before you went crazy and got canceled. That, I love that. I just feel like there's some emotional history behind your love, of, and which sounds like it is, right? Because well, like, I mean, an emotional history in the sense that like I feel like I was deprived of good sandwiches as a as a as a youth, so I'm trying to make up for lost time, I think, and, I, and I'm also trying to find like when you move out of a town where they have two of the greatest sandwiches of all time, and then you go to another town, you're like, where's the new sandwich? Well, what was I mean, the second wh- best sandwich, by the way, at Boulder. Well, in Italian. Boulder, there's another there's another sandwich called uh, at, at a place called Boulder Creek Market, a very unassuming. Uh, little little mini deli right next to the uh, Boulder High School. Uh, I can't remember the road. It's like Arapaho, I think. Is, is the I don't know if it's still there. It was there 25 years ago. But they used to. They had like exotic meats, like ostrich and pheasant wow. and stuff. And they, they they. But what they really did well was, and and I would never order this sandwich ever. Like like in this in this form at a normal place. But somehow we stumbled upon the perfect version uh of the sandwich which is a chicken they made a chicken salad sandwich and they did it on a rustic like thick cut rustic loaf uh you know like sliced bread but really thick and there it was just like amazing bread amazing bread their chicken salad whatever they were doing in their recipe it was it was just out of this world perfect and then we would get this kind of sharp provolone cheese sliced on it. I don't know how we stumbled on that because I would never get provolone cheese sliced on a chicken salad mm-hmm. sandwich ever, like yeah. in normal life. But like Dave, my, my roommate in college, my, my best friend and co-host I, Dave. Co-host of uh, uh, Podween Satan. Co-host yeah, of Podween Satan. He, <laughs> uh, he, he and I stumbled upon this combination. It was like lettuce, tomato, onion, pro- provolone cheese, uh, chicken salad on rustic white. And that sandwich, I mean, I must have eaten, I mean, I must have eaten 150 to 200 of these sandwiches in during my college years. I mean, we ate that because I would come down from, from campus, walk back to our, our, our apartment that we were, that Dave and I lived in, and I would pass by Boulder Creek Market. And, you know, it, it's much like when I'm driving on, when I'm on the 10 freeway and yeah, I'm going on to the 110, I'm going, I'm going back to the east side to go home and I can, I feel Langer's is there. I'm like, I'm like, the Langer's. vibrations, like, the vibrations. Yeah, yeah because, because if you know this, the, up on your arms. exactly. I start, I start to quiver. Um, and, and I think to myself, you know what, you, you know what, Jay, Langer's, you can just call them and you can say, or put it in an order and you can drive up to the curb. And this is like way before, this is, way before COVID that like they, they were doing this, like they've been doing this since the beginning of time. You'll call in an order and, and they'll come out to, to your car, hand you the order, get the money, do the exchange without you having to leave your car at all. Cause Langer's also happens to be in kind of a dodgy neighborhood. It's it, it, the, the, there's a lot of, a lot of sketchy business going on around on the streets, a lot of drug use. You know, there's a, the, the, there's a little bit of crime uh, element there, but, but like Langer's makes it easy for you. They're like, Hey, we know you don't want to park. You know, we, we know you don't want to park on a side street and, you know, be offered heroin and crack before you come to the Langer's. Like we, you know, you just pull up and you get that. So and so when I'm on the 10 highway, I'm thinking, Jay, you just got to call Langer's and then you, then you can exit, you know, get a hop on Alvarado and just hit up Langer's and barely even stop. Just kind of like a almost as like as if you're like at a stoplight, you know, just pulling the Langer's boom. Ne- they come yeah, out, they you're the rolling. Sandwich, and then they're chasing you, dri- after you drive you. off. You, <laughs> Yeah, like you, you, you just you, you didn't waste any time. I mean, it's as if you just took a slight detour from your path, yeah. and so so like Langer's is like Boulder Creek Market. I mean, it's always tempting me like a like a like a like a devil on your shoulder, you know. Like, uh, do you have any like, nostalgic feelings like this with any other type of food, or just sandwiches? Any other type of food? I don't like think pasta, so. I mean, I'm not, salads. I don't think you do. I, I love all food. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, you know, it's one of the great pleasures in life. Uh, food, I would say, fine, fine dining, fine food of all sorts. Um, but there's nothing I feel that passionate about 
as much as I do about sandwiches. I think I think sandwiches occupy a lot of my 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 brain. Like yeah, like like, like sure. a, lot, a lot of the a lot of the electricity. Like I'd say like sixty percent of the electricity that my brain is using is sandwich based. <laughs> mm-hmm. Waiting mm-hmm. for the next sandwich. What do you think, Jay, of those Japanese sandwiches? Right, like that's like a whole yeah. other thing when you go to Japan. And you go to any like Seven Eleven type of store, and they have these amazing sandwiches, which actually I did enjoy because they're unlike any other sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, I mean, this is case in point. The reason the Japanese sandwiches are so good is because they're hyper obsessed with presentation and form, symmetry, and just like the aesthetic beauty of the food. Like they do this to a lot of their food. Like, like, like almost all Japanese food looks beautiful, with the exception of like the 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 Japanese curry dish, which looks horrendous, um, but tastes delicious. But so they're, they're like, you know, they're turning their sandwich into an art. And in turn, it makes the eating experience um, so much, so much more pleasurable. Because, again, they're just like, like they're not going to, if they're going to do like a chicken cutlet, they're not just going to take a chicken cutlet and just cook it and then slap it on the sandwich and have it be all, you know, incongruous and, and asymmetrical. They're going to slice the, they're going to pound the chicken out to make it like perfectly even. They're going to slice it so it fits the bread. Like they're going to, the attention to detail, like they're not just like throwing shit together. They're, they're, they're making it much like you would do, like a sushi chef would do. Like a sushi chef is, is, is like, you know, like doing these intricate cuts of cucumber and, you know, uh, you know, fish and, you know, all, you know, all kinds of other ingredients that are in sushi. And, and, and they're taking so many, so many, they're taking meticulous care. It's not about like giving you the whole cucumber stick and just having you gnaw on that. It's about having a tiny little sliver that maybe has just like a tiny bit of skin on it, but the rest is flesh or maybe no skin at all. And like definitely nothing near the seed area that's mushy. It's like just using the perfect part of each ingredient. I think that's what the Japanese do really well. With cucumber is pretty classic Japanese sandwich. Yeah, Yeah. they they don't slop it together. They use the perfect elements of all of it and assemble it in a in, in an eye-pleasing and, and soul-pleasing way. So, yeah, I mean, the Japanese, they, they've, they do a lot of things really well in sandwiches. They've, they, they, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to get a Salvaggio's <clears throat> hoagie in Tokyo. Like, I don't even, I mean, maybe that something like that exists. It probably does. But, um, but, but like their, their version of sandwich, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it to the desert island and have it be my only sandwich. Um, but, but I would, if I was allowed 10 variations of sandwiches, I would have a Japanese kind of egg salad sandwich in, in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What about 7-Eleven prepackaged sandwiches? Mm. That's terrible. I mean, like the, the the people. I mean, I mean, have I eaten some? Yes, of course. Like I've been desperate like, on a, a road trip. And, yeah, like two in the morning. You're trying to. You're driving 15 hours, and you're just like, I need food. And like you know, you'll have the tuna sandwich or the egg salad or whatever it is. The hopefully not the turkey because it's usually the the the, the, the nastiest turkey ever in, in the 7-Eleven cooler. But but you know, like those are. That's just like survival stuff. I mean, what I don't understand is when people you know, go to a 7-Eleven and, like, seek out, like, the stuff that they have on the little, the fried foods they have oh, in yeah, the little, the go-go taquitos you know, or whatever they are. And I mean, like, I look at those taquitos. I like a taquito, but but it's it's something that I never have the desire to eat 7-Eleven's taquito. It's like, I just don't, I do not understand. Yeah. I, yeah. I would get them when I was, like, in a pinch, but then I moved away to, like, the sandwiches and other stuff because those taquitos are... A time bomb in your body. Yeah, I mean, they they look like like I I have a weakness for food. Like I'll eat unhealthy food, you know, because it's delicious all, all the time. But like that's the one thing I I don't fold in in the face of a convenience store, you know, hot plate uh, with fried foods and baskets and 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 I try not to 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 fold in front of a you know a, of a Seven Eleven egg salad sandwich either. But it has happened. I mean, you know, it's it's it's. What are you gonna say? I mean, there's there's plenty of horrors in the world, and that's one of them. <laughs> Joe, what is your relationship with burritos? You said other is this relationship as powerful and passionate? Hold, hold on, are we in the burrito episode now? Did oh, we suddenly he's transition? Mad. Oh. He's mad that we're taking it away <laughs> on his twentieth iconic visit. Uh, burritos. I don't know if I'd say I am. I'm as passionate with burritos as I am sandwiches. I understand completely. Like when you're having. Uh, lunch or something with a bunch of people at a sandwich place and the sandwiches 
are pretty lackluster or awful. Usually sandwiches to me are lackluster, not completely awful, unless it's uh, something so weird. It's just like, uh, why? You kind of fucked this up. But everyone's like, oh, that's really good. And you're like, oh, but don't you understand? The bread wasn't this or that. And they're like, oh, my God, you're you're too serious about this. And you're like, no, but there's there's stuff you have to do to make a good sandwich and it didn't do it. We should be able to talk about that. So I feel that. And I especially feel it with hamburgers. I was saying earlier, like I won't order hamburgers a lot or sandwiches because I expect certain and a lot of restaurants to not do them well. How, how do you fuck that up, Joe? The for a hamburger, the beef, of course, like a frozen patty, or a wrongly proportioned patty just will fuck it up. The bread is often just kind of shitty. Like a lot of the a lot of restaurants or like bar burgers especially, it's like a bun that's made to look prettier than it tastes. Mm-hmm. And it just tastes bad. Like glossy yeah, like, on the like, outside, like a, and then they like eat, and it's like cotton or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking a brioche bun, so it's it's got that nice, pretty glaze on the outside. And you're like, ooh, a nice brioche bun, and then you bite into it, and it's all just like sawdust on the inside. Yeah, oh. that that's bad. If it's a good brioche bun, there's some good brioche buns, but oh, a, I would love the brioche bun. I'm just saying, I've been I've been fooled. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then of course, yeah, the the condiments and. The balancing. So it's similar to sandwiches because you'll get like, okay, I'll get a buffalo chicken sandwich at this restaurant or whatever those like typical uh, restaurant sandwiches they'll have. And then it's just like, oh, this isn't working together at all. This just yeah, feels I, like I, a mess. When you mentioned, Joe, you said, like, how do you feel about a 7-Eleven sandwich? And and I, w- I don't take as much offense to a 7-Eleven sandwich because it is what it is. It's just it's a sandwich that was made two days ago, wrapped in saran wrap and sold in 7-Eleven. Like, they're, they're not... They're, they know it's, what it's it not is. Sold under, yeah, it's not sold in, under any other pretense. It's, it's like, hey, you want a fucking sandwich? I got one right here. Like, like it sucks, but this is what we got. Whereas I get more offended when I go to a place that purports to be a great sandwich. Like, like for instance, we were just in Rhode Island. Oh, you were going to bring in, up in fucking the, Rhode Island. In, 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 in the beautiful city of Providence, you know, like, uh, Shout uh, out. oh, God. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous city. Um uh the but but uh you know i i i searched i actually found at the end of my we were there for 12 weeks i ate it probably no joke 15 delis um that were that were supposed to be the best delis in in providence i mean i would say in rhode two island of those, in rhode island or, in rhode island yeah like all over the place in various cities around providence as well I would say like two of those 15, I'll say three of those 15 were okay. 12, you know, 10 were, were, were really bad. And there were a couple that were good. And and at the end of the stay, I found, I finally found a a decent sandwich that I was like, this is, this is a solid sandwich. It was called the provisioner. Um, the, the provisioner in Kingstown, uh, Providence, or, or Rhode Island, which is South of Providence. Um, but yeah, I, I hit them up. I found them that they were they were respectable. That they were pretty good, not too memorable, but pretty good. But like I, like for instance, the first day I was in Rhode Island, the first day we were working, I, I I I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hit up the first sandwich place. I'm gonna hit up the place that I keep on seeing on Reddit. All the people saying like, oh man, this place is the best. This place is the best. And uh, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. I can probably look it up here actually. But um, but it, it it was just it was so so bad. I mean, it, it was it was. Like I took personal offense to it. I was mad. I, I, I like I was, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this place, like there's been people on online, you know, singing the praises of of this place, and it is it is awful. It, it, it's beyond awful. In, in fact, it's so awful that I'm looking at my list of uh, of sandwiches that I that I. I kind of did my research on, and I, I deleted it from the list. It was so bad, I didn't want to remember it. And this is like supposed supposed to be some place that's like, oh man, every time I go back home, I go there. It, it has some like anonymous 
you know, name like like a ta- like like sub like hero shop or something like that or like or like 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 super sandwich. It has like some kind of innocuous name like that. But it was so bad. I mean, I cannot fucking believe like how bad it was. And I was offended. I was mad. It actually, it actually like started it started me off on the wrong foot in Rhode Island because I was like I was like, is this what these people like to eat? Yeah, I mean, that's like, depressing. When you're like, oh, this is the best you have. I guess that I'm going to be here I, for months. Not going to lie, that was overall vibe. That like, was the vibe. That was the vibe. But, but you know, sometimes you'll go to a city, like some, you'll and go to Pittsburgh, like, and, and they, the they, have, they have this... They have the sandwich. I think it's Promanti Brothers is the name of it, and it's like it's like in Pitts. It's like their signature sandwich, Promanti Brothers. And they they the thing is they put they put French fries on the sandwich. So they make like a gigantic sub sandwich, and they put a bunch of French fries on it, and that's like their thing. And it's like okay, like that's that's at least like it's not good. It's just more of a gimmick, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like okay, that's at least edible. Like I'm eating it, being like, well, this is a, this is killing me slowly like as i eat this and and and, and it's a little much um and, and it's not like i would never go back there but it's like ah oh, it's fine the, this place in providence that i went to it was just it, it was insulting to like to, to to just think that anybody thinks that it was remotely good like nothing was good about it the the bread wasn't good the 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 you know the meats were terrible the cheese I remember it was like it was like I got like a hot sandwich and, and I get, got back to the office with it I unwrapped it and the cheese was melted and it had turned into so almost like a um like a hard plastic or something it was very weird I've never seen this before where like melted cheese becomes hard like like 20 minutes after you've ordered the sandwich and it's wrapped up in the wax paper like it should be at least gooey or at least like soft it was this cheese was like had like a had had like a like like a crust to it like a hard it was it was awful like I I mean I'm 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 mad about it you can hear it in my voice I'm it's just it's still upsetting me where would you put the uh, Italian deli in Eagle Rock? Those sandwiches. Uh, Italian deli in Eagle Rock off Colorado Boulevard. Another anonymous-sounding restaurant, right? The, yeah. The, it's called the Italian Deli. Um, I'd say their sandwiches are, are like like a solid B. Like, but it's a B that I would go get because it's a dependable B. What about Roma and, next to a Joe? Roma, I would say, is like I would call that like a like a B plus a minus. Cause it's a very the, the, Roma in Pasadena. They, they, they their bread is fantastic. Their mm. bread is phenomenal. It's some Joe of the best. Fed us, I think you know. uh, Roma sandwiches when we were deep in the baby. Yeah. And uh, on your birthday, zone. I think I, 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 yeah. I do. I, I, I recall I was very appreciative. Yeah. I, I love a Roma sandwiches. Now the, the, at Roma's Italian, Italian market in Pasadena, the, the, the it's called the sandwich. And it's basically like an Italian combo with just, the meat and cheese and a little bit of uh, olive oil on it. And, uh, and like, you know, they sell like a 5,000 of them a day. Y- you can have other sandwiches made there, but like the guy, he doesn't put any veggies on the sandwich. He, he gets mad if you ask him to do anything like that. Like he, he makes very, very traditional sandwiches, but, but you can get a turkey and provolone if you want. You can ask him for something, a variation, but the classic is, is the sandwich. And that's, uh, and that's great. That like, it's great. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it's like a. It's like a dependable. Like I oftentimes will get the sandwich from Roma, or I'll go to the Italian deli and get one of their. They're just you know like like Italian sandwiches. They're, it's just it's just like solid, dependable, and um and and, and delicious. You know, really like a B. A B to me is still a high grade. Like a B is like a baseline of, of acceptability. Yeah, I get like that. like like. A B is like I will go and buy this because I'm hungry and and like there's nothing else around and I will. Or there's, you know, there's other options around, but I'm going to get a solid sandwich. That That's a B sandwich for me. And everything above it is is, is just, like, even better. Like, so a B minus is, is like, like, like you know, just, just a B minus I'm going to call, like, a Jersey Mike's or something where, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, ah. What is God, Subway? Wish there was tuna. A, tuna Subway. So, well, the, the Subway sandwich, I'd, I'd say, is a C. Um, wow, that's but, a higher grade but, than I'd expect. I like like I, I mean C's are just like like there's the the majority C, of it's a C of C's. Yeah, it, it, it's it's average. Yeah, it's a C of C's. Like like to me, uh, like like the the majority of places that make sandwiches are C level. Like average. Like I mean, maybe it's a C minus depending on what subway you go to. Some are C minuses, some are D's. But like like it, 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 it you know if there's a 
if it's a high quality subway that's really got their act together um, and it's not all swaggy and shitty and gross, like, you know, like if the employees are taking pride in their work, I'm going to call that a solid C. I will call the tuna C tuna plus. sandwich a C plus. Yes. Yes. Like, like that, that wow. uh, the, 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 the subway tuna, um, it's not good. And, and there's a lot of debate these days that there's a lot of, I think they're being sued because somebody's claiming that it's not actually tuna that they serve. Although Subway is adamant that it is tuna. What are they saying? Um, they're regardless, human? they're saying, they're saying it's not tuna fish. It's like some other fish that, that, that Subway makes their tuna of. And like it very well, maybe, I don't know, whatever they sell as tuna fish, it's not good. It's kind of gross. It probably, if I saw how they how they like the bags that it comes in in, in the walk-in cooler I might I might never order one again you know but like that's the subway tuna sandwich to me is like what you get when you're on the road and you're in 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 West Texas and you're starving and, and you know you're like I, I, this is as good as it's going to get for the next 100 miles I'm going to get a, a subway tuna sandwich I'll go for the spicy Italian on the uh, on subway yeah, I mean, I, I don't usually go there because because I'm an, I, I like to me, um, like Italian like cured meats like salamis and capicolas and mortadellas and all that stuff like that. Those meats are are to me when they're low grade, they're they're funky and I, like I don't I don't trust what's in those meats when they're low end With tuna. Now low Should end, I, trust tuna. I, I don't I don't I don't trust the tuna either. But 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 there is a sort of like. You know, like in a salami, it's basically like all these pieces of the animal all ground up, you know, so it's like it's like bone. It's like sinew. It's all kinds of stuff that's been mashed together, uh, you know, in a salami. And so so that to me is grosser than just like like this very consistent, you know, tuna that's just like amorphous tuna flesh, you know, like there's no there's probably other stuff ground up into it as well, but you can't really tell, and it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I think mind. it's like a powder mixed with mayonnaise. I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure it's something atrocious, you know? Like, it, it's not real tuna. I, anybody could make a better tuna sandwich at their house, but what I'm saying is that, like, if you're out there and you're like, fuck, there's, like, the, you know... Just I don't want to eat at McDonald's. Yeah. I don't want to eat it like like the 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 you know Taco Bell or something. And it's like, well, there's a Subway. I'll get the tuna sandwich. C plus. Wow, with your grading system, I'm not surprised you uh, favor Colorado sandwiches because it's above sea level. Mm, mm, mile very high, good. Baby. Yes, mile high, mile high. Um, indeed, is indeed. it time to go to the ratings, or is there anything else we need to cover sandwich wise? Well, I could I could sit here and shout at you people about sandwiches for hours, but I'm going to spare you that. I'm hungry now. Understand. This sucks. Me too. I had a slice think, of bread before recording this. Uh, Bear. Joe, can well, well, you show your the, guns to Jay, by the way? Oh, my God. We're going to do this on Jay Joe's has, got guns. Nice. Dude, it's crazy. Joe's working out. Fuck. Getting shredded. Dude, getting it's swole. insane. Very swole. Joe's all swole. He he. Joe shouldn't be eating sandwiches because that that's not how you get swole. Yeah. You uh, only chicken. You, know, you, you eat healthy. Chicken yeah, and exactly. uh, broccoli only. No, I don't eat that. Chicken breast. Chicken breast. Get cut. You know you got to cut so you can feel, cut feel the veins. Poussin. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's get to these. But, ratings. No, no, no. Here, here. Well, 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 hold on. Let me let me just say one more thing. Sorry, you reminded me of something, which is that, which is that, and Sasha can attest to this. Is is that. Anytime we're watching a movie or a television show and somebody there's a sandwich in the scene, it's usually it, it immediately makes me want a sandwich. And all I can do, like, like it's distracting. Like, like basically it's like, you know, it, it just it pulls me. It, I love it. Like, like keep on putting sandwiches in movies and television shows. People like like if you're out there making stuff. <laughs> Don't don't like you know extract sandwiches because I'm saying it's distracting. It's distracting in a good way because like whenever I see one, uh, like there'll be a, like a two beat pause and then I'll turn to Sasha and say that looks like a pretty good sandwich right there. And then she rolls her eyes and 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 is disgusted with my with, with my um with, with my, my disgusting depraved my, my unhealthy depravity. But um but yeah, so I I just like I love it so much. I love it represented in in film and TV. Um, you know, it always makes me hungry for a sandwich. And and here's the here's here's the crazy. You guys just did an ASMR uh, uh, episode. <clears throat> I don't have I don't have the ASMR thing, whatever that is, like where you like to listen to the crickly crackly things on the microphone and you know bubble wrap being fondled. But but 
when I hear people eating sandwiches, I'm not fucking, I'm not joking here. Like you, you guys, everyone's thinking like, oh, he's just doing a bit. No, no. <laughs> I, when I hear people on mic eating sandwiches and it doesn't happen often because most people get disgusted by it and like would turn mm-hmm. off the podcast and write, write hate mail. Like, you know, if they ever yeah. hear someone eating on mic, but when I hear someone eating a sandwich, that is the most delicious sounding thing. I, I, I love that sound. Just like cracking the crack of the crust, just like biting into a sandwich and just, you know, hearing that like very intimate mic recording of them just like mowing down, you know, munching it, munching it and like swallowing it and then, then biting again, the crack of the crust, you know, like you, you hear like a little lettuce snap here and there, like maybe there's a little pickle snap in there and then, and then just like munching it. I mean, I love, I, I hear that and I'm not, I know most, the, the normal response is to be disgusted by that. That's the normal baseline responses. That's atrocious. You should be put in jail. Like I'm, I'm unsubscribing from your podcast. You're a horrible person. That's the normal reaction. But my reaction is that's, that's, that sounds like a really good sandwich. I want one. Um, where can I get one right now that kind of that that matches my my so like, kind you know, of like my yeah, fantasy of it? It's some kind of like your in your brain some like pleasure areas in your brain just light up yeah. when you hear like even word sandwich like you like conditioned somehow to fucking be obsessed like a reward I just system. Love, I love it. I mean, I, I there's got to be something else going on, right? Because like, why? why? I mean, it's not normal, but but no. I, but I'm, that, that's why we're doing an episode because this is not a normal thing. This is like not something that's misunderstood, misconstrued, um, ignored by the public. Is like people just have a casual relationship with sandwiches, and I have a professional relationship with it. <laughs> I think you've proven it. Yeah. Other than the subway tuna take, I, I think that kind of. Uh, Strikes your credibility a little bit, but before we go to the yeah. ratings, I, I, it's, it's a C plus. I mean, I mean, I, I'm talking like C, anything below B minus is trash. Basically, yeah. I'm just saying like you right. know, like a McDonald's cheeseburger, I would give a C or a C plus. I might give a C plus to a McDonald's cheeseburger because it's that classic. You know, that it, it's, it has its, it's merits. terrible. Sure, but 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 it's that classic sort of memorable che- McDonald's cheeseburger. No pickles, please. Um, I'm going to put an amendum to the ASMR <laughs> episode that the only ASMR I love is a dog gnawing on a bone. That makes me happy. Oh, and yeah, I do yeah. lie down. That's a good sound. Like a dog gnawing on the bone. I want to wow. lie down next to them and just listen up close. That's very interesting because Sasha like hates sounds like that, but like she does... I've seen it with my own eyes. I've witnessed this. She loves that sound. Or a, or a dog drinking water. Yeah, I right? just like, like, like would like lie down water. next to them and be like, I want to hear more. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Like, yeah, because she has a violent reaction against like, we're in the car. We've been on this road trip for like days and days, just weeks. like countless hours. And and, and we're, yeah, we're, we're, like I'm, I'm, I'm eating like bugles out of a, a you know, out of a little crinkly bugles. bag. And yeah. she like, she, she all but like, all but jumps out of the car like like i like, imagine I, i'm potentially wanting to jump out of the car at some point yes yeah yeah J- just just by me pulling yeah. chips pulling. out of a bag and eat, eating them mm. he can't yeah. help so, it so this so so the same person that hates that asmr um loves the, the sound of a dog chewing a bone you, you heard it here Let's go to the ratings. How do they work? Jay, why don't you explain how do the ratings work? Oh, wow. <clears throat> the ratings. Okay. So the ratings on this show. So 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 you, you, you pick like you, you, you pick something that like represents the, the high and the low. And then you and then, uh, you know, like in some arbitrary sense, it makes no sense. The, 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 how, the how the ratings go on this. Joe, can you explain like, the ratings? Like, yes. it, 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 it's an if this, then that. And so therefore I like it's one of those. We're going to rate sandwiches on a scale of zero to ten using something else as our basis for comparison. That something else can be another food. Like you could say chocolate chip cookies are a ten. But because sandwiches aren't sweet and I like sweets, sandwiches are a three out of ten. Or you could uh, relate it to hugging your mom. Hugging your mom makes you feel warm and good. That's a 10. And so do sandwiches. That's a 10. And if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go first. I guess I'll go first because I'm pretty obvious here. But I'm going to do an interesting thing that I think is interesting. I'm going to compare the best sandwich I've ever eaten. Like, say, Japanese sandwich is the first thing that comes to mind. Egg salad sandwich uh, with cucumbers which is, I think, is the best sandwich you've ever had, to, like, a shit sandwich, like, meaning 
anything I pull out of the refrigerator and put between two pieces of bread if I'm hungry. So like the horrific, traumatizing sandwiches that Jay talks about mm-hmm. where I just slap like unevenly cut cheese or meat if I'm in a rush, I'm hungry. Most likely I'm not in a rush, I'm just hungry. And I'm just like lazy to make it pretty. So if the best sandwich is a 10, right? The shitty sandwich is a 7.5. It really doesn't matter to me that much. Maybe even an 8. Wow. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be good. Uh, I'm just going to be grateful for the way food tastes in my mouth. And uh, it doesn't have to be a work of art. Joe. Well, I'll first say that my guilty pleasure sandwich, not necessarily my favorite sandwich, is a white bread, like a bimbo bread with mayonnaise and mustard and salami. Mm. just the tart city sandwich but i'll compare it to burritos because i will definitely eat a burrito anytime i have burritos several times a week Uh, if i don't that's sad um i wouldn't say i think about them all that much but they're the food that it's always like "Ooh, that's gonna be really good like perfect yeah and i also will be opinionated of it and be really pissed if i try a new place and the burritos not that great. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give those a 10 out of 10. I think if I had to eat burritos for the rest of my life, I could do that. I wouldn't love that because I love food. Sandwiches, I don't have the same exact uh, connection to, like where I want to order them all the time or eat them all the time. I also think they're interesting compared to a burrito because... I think there's a lot more a variety of sandwiches than burritos. So really what a sandwich is can be a lot of things. When you look at like a meatball sandwich versus a cold turkey sandwich, it almost feels like it's getting into two different worlds. So I think that's really cool about sandwiches though. So I'm going to give them a 9 out of 10. They're classic food. You you can't stop. You can't stop sandwiches. Wow. 9 out of 10. Jay, what about you? Alright, so I, I've been, I don't know, I, this, this is the hardest part of the show, which is to make sense of this, and, and, and you know, it just drives me nuts every time. Well, you but love like, sandwiches, so, what else do you love? Movies. If sandwiches are there... No, I know, no, no, I, I'm going to compare this to another food, right? Because I think food should be compared with food. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if you're going to say movies, like, yeah, movies are a 10, sandwiches are a 10, right? That's easy. The, the, those are okay. just, you know, ween is, ween is a 10, sandwiches are a 10, yes. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go food to food here. I'm gonna say uh, another category of food: salads, mm. right? Like like you, you, most menus of a restaurant you go to, there's there's mains, there's sandwiches, there's salads, right? Um, <clears throat> there's there's entrees, sandwiches, and salads. And so so I'm if, if a salad, I would, I would put salads as a seven. I'm gonna give salads just in general a seven. Now I was gonna give salads a six, but I thought you know what I should give salads a little bit more cred. cred. Like the salads are a good salad is a good salad, but salads as a genre are a seven, and sandwiches as a genre are a ten. Like mm-hmm. if I could go higher than ten, I would, but I know you can't on this show. You can't go higher. Some than 10. do, um, but you, you lost know. your chance. Some do. You lost your chance. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I don't think that, that I think that's an invalid. I think if you go over 10, that invalidates your episode. So like I'm going to say that that whoever you're referring to doesn't doesn't count. So sandwiches are 10, salads 7, sal- sandwiches 10. Looking at Final you answer. protester, probably. I don't know. I'm sure he did that. Wow. What a what a passionate rant about sandwiches. Thank you for yeah, that. I had to bring it because, like, I'm sure people like if I saw this this topic as like for a podcast, I'd be like, "Oh, go fuck yourself!" Like, like sandwiches, like yeah, shut like up. this podcast like, but, fell but, off. Like, what do they do? <laughs> but, but 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 like like most of the things that I like, I've been. I, here's the other thing: is that, is that like. I feel like I'm passionate about a lot of stuff. I, this is the 20th episode about something I'm passionate about, right? And there's more stuff out there. Like, like I just Alistair I have Crowley, very strong opinions. John Glazer, delocated. Yeah, delocated. I mean, there's there's more. We don't want to spoil Your it. But hate there's the, for like, the outfit from 2021, the movie. Oh, the movie, the outfit. Yeah, we might have yeah, to do a shut up. I hate uh, it about up, that. I hate it. Yeah. Holy shit! But uh, but yeah, like I'm just like I I just wanted I wanted to turn on turn on the juice because. 
it's just like I feel as strongly about sandwiches as I do about cult leaders, as I do about psychedelics. Like, like I, I like I, it, it, it like. It's just like I'm bathing in it at all times. I'm like, like my, my, my brain is, is is sitting in a soup of sandwich thought and 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 and, and synapses shooting sandwich messages across, what? you know, across the neural network. Do you have something like that, Joe? Where you just like it's kind of banal and it's kind of like what is it even? But you kind of think way too much about it every day. Because I have something like that. I have a couple that I can't even say on air. Oh, <laughs> Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Because I love to do a yoga schedule. It doesn't make any sense. It's literally like a stress relief. I just go online and I'm like, this is the yoga I'm gonna go to. Like weightlifting. I mean, now that we've no, but, talked about but it, I'm a lot, not, that's, but I'm not doing yoga. I'm just going to make like a schedule on my. Like I look. Yeah, but stairs. even uh, I'll think of the um, movements I'm gonna do. Okay. Well, that feels like. More passionate. I guess Jay has a hobby. It's eating sandwiches, right? I would I would argue I have a couple hobbies, but uh, eating sandwiches is a pastime. I would call it a pastime, not a hobby. What about you, Joe? What's the lifting for you now these days? I'm 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 still tracking your your evolution. What do you mean? What is it? At this point, what is it? Pastime, hobby, passion, way of life, career. What the fuck is it now? Uh, way of life. Whoa. Yeah, you gotta lift heavy. How many day, How many hours a day now? An hour forty five minutes. Of lifting. Yeah. <coughs> not not every day, six days a week. I'm shocked and happy. For <laughs> Someone's you. gonna go in the comments. Uh, that's unhealthy. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I think it's healthy because you're doing the healthy thing. But. My, my my I think it's extremely uh, good and admirable, and I love that you're you're getting getting shredded. Um, my only caveat is that is that when you build up the muscles to be big muscles, you have to maintain that forever, or it immediately turns to fat. So it's like that's why, like you know, that's why I chose not to be yeah, a bodybuilder. Right. Like it was a it was a right, it was right. a One decision that I made because I'm like, I'm like I don't. I, I can't like build up this like this like Greco Roman physique and then be expected to maintain it and never fall off and never take a break, you know like like you, like you see it you see you see like you know the the, the famous um, you know weightlifters bodybuilders like Arnold and, and Stallone like when they when they've had dips and they they stopped working out their body turns to jelly like it just turns to shit so that would be They're my only caveat is like, They're seven. What's that? No, no, but like, but, but like earlier in their in their lives, like like when they when they've you know, and those are guys that probably barely ever stopped working out. But like you see it, like if you look up pictures of bodybuilders who like well, yeah, who like a lot just of them stopped doing it, like as well, which will do that. That's true. You get off, you that's cycle true, off the roids. That's what'll get you. But anyway, yeah, 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 for sure. People who don't work out also fucking turn into jelly. Like, yeah. worse. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. So, but I gotta eat now. So I think we gotta wrap Go this up. Have a good sandwich. Well, uh, we gotta end this what's show. going on with you, Jay? <laughs> anything you wanna... Jay, you wanna plug anything? Uh, yeah, you can go to uh, iTunes, where the hell you get podcasts. Type in Podween Satan. Listen to the greatest podcast ever made about the greatest band ever. Uh, that would be Ween, and uh, it's it's sweeping the nation. Extremely popular. There's a Patreon subscription show. If you like listening to me scream into the mic. Um, which I know a lot of you do. In fact, I mean, I'm the number one guest on the show. So obviously people love me. Like, even if you don't like Ween, you should go listen to Pod Ween Satan because you'll hear me, you know, we talk. It's like each episode that goes on, there's less Ween talk and more Jay just yelling yeah. into the microphone. So, you know, if you like that, you should go check out Pod Ween Satan. Joe, what, what about you? How's, how's, how's the series coming along. The series is coming along. I was just working on it before this podcast for a little bit. Um, so my animated series, Robot Guy Teen Team, will be coming out. Go to JoeCabello.com. Follow. There's an email Talk subscribe here. button. Go do that. Subscribe to me on socials. That it will be coming out soon enough. Very good. Thank you, Elizabeth. Salute for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, who I saw this morning. Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. <laughs> And thank you for listening. Go eat a fucking sandwich. Sandwich time. Hell yeah.